Hey everyone, welcome to 5am Voice. I'm your host, Will Comprin, and today we have two of my really good friends, Jay Madon and Zane Jaffrey. And before we get into it, I wanted to give Zane a huge shout out just because that amazing intro you just heard, that was made by him. The cover art to this podcast, that was also made by him. You can go find him on SoundCloud at Zane Jaffrey. Go check him out. He makes some really cool beats. Um, and yeah, so with that out of the way, uh, today's topic, we're going to be talking about some insecurities um, that a lot of teenagers have. Uh, we're going to be discussing three of them, uh, just uh, failure. So failure and rejection ex- insecurities, uh, social anxieties and uh, perfectionism. And so with that, I want to just throw it out to either of you two to start off the conversation on just uh, failure or rejections, um, how that uh, sort of plays into uh, your lives, how you've responded to that. Um, and in this sense, I'm just, l- let's just focus on like a school aspect. Like let's, ju- let's say you just uh, got a 42 on a test, right? Uh, how, how, would, how are you responding to that? How are you feeling? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think school is a really good place to start with that. It's an environment where everything is so, you know, like metric focused, um, where a lot of your identity is, is based on numbers and, and labels too, but that's a little bit more abstract. But yeah, I mean, like if you get like a bad grade on a test, for me, you know, obviously I feel, I feel like so bad and I'll think that, you know, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not, you know, maybe I'm not smart enough, maybe I can't do this or I can't do that. And I think one of the most important steps to take, especially as a high schooler, is to start to realize that, you know, a lot of the numbers and metrics surrounding high school um, don't necessarily mean anything about you as as a person, um, as someone who is unique and beautiful and individual in your own ways. Um, I think for me, personally, it took me a long time to kind of see that uh, especially like I, I was, I was, you know, a super like number focused person. And I think it, I still am to this day, but you know, when I get like a test grade, I'm not happy with, or a number I'm not happy with it, the process and the, and the, and the thinking I go through is, you know, first, yeah, I feel bad, but after some time, you know, I, I kind of realized that you know, it's just a number and I'm so much more than that. You know, I'm, 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 I'm proud of the fact I'm proud of a lot of things that, that I am. And, and so, you know, I, I personally, I think I treat people well and I think I'm responsible and I, and I treat my family well. And, you know, in a lot of ways, those are worth infinitely more than, you know, like a test grade. And so it sounds easy when I say that, you know, just to think that, but that's something that's really, really hard to accept and something that I still am struggling to accept. And so I think that's just, it's just an important thing to have in mind, you know, to be aware of that, that there are things more important than, you know, like a test grade, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. And well, for, from personal experience from me, um, I used to kind of, I had this, kind of cycle where I wouldn't work very hard and then I might not do well on a quiz or a test and then later I'd regret that and I think that you have to find a balance between dwelling on a bad grade you got and also 
um, making sure that you do you take the steps to make sure that doesn't happen again, right? Like if something if you get a bad grade, you can't go back and change that, and you have to realize that. You also have to recognize that you didn't do very well, and you can't ignore that. Instead, you have to take that, and you have to move forward with that and try to grow from that, right? And about what you said about not um, making your grades and your numbers and those numbers your life, um, yeah, like I completely agree with that. And again, like I feel like it's all about balance. Like obviously th those grades and numbers aren't in your life, but I think that um, like those grades and numbers are something that you can focus on something that is constantly a goal for you to grow with. So I think that's also a plus side of that metric. But again, at the same time, you have to balance that and make sure that doesn't consume your life because there's so many other important ways to grow throughout your life, especially now, especially being in high school. So, yeah. And, and just adding on to that, you know, like we're, we, we keep talking about things that, you know, that things more important than, than metrics. I remember, you know, last year Zane and I were in chem together and after like a test or something like chewed us out, I would be feeling like really terrible. And I talked to Zane and, and I might, this might get a little mushy, bro, but um, he always, you know, like brought a smile to my face, made me feel better. And it was in those moments that I kind of realized that, um, you know, there's, there's something special about us, you know, about each and every one of us that is you know, infinite, like make, would make me feel, you know, infinitely better than, you know, getting a good grade on a test. You know, I don't think, I don't think, you know, getting like a, like a hundred or something. I, yeah, that's great and all, but, um, you know, just inner, I think, you know, when you talk to people, when talk to people you care about, talk to people you love, there's just something about them. And, and you realize that you see that uniqueness and you see that thing outside the metrics that maybe they don't see. And so, I just think, you know, from an outside perspective, you know, we see it all the time. It's just, we tend not to empathize with ourselves and see it within ourselves a lot too. So. Yeah. Like personally, I think like everything I'm not made me everything I am. And like, it's like those failures, like every time you did bad on something, every time, even if you don't know it, you grew from that. And that's with outside of school. And that's, inside of school too. And it's a matter of your mentality, your mindset. Like, how do you want to take that? Do you want to like drag that along with you for the rest of your life? You can't, you can't do that. You have to, you have to move on and that's how the world works. Right. And again, like, yeah. Yeah. So Zane, you spoke about balance and I just have a question for that. Um, would you say that you have, you found that balance in your life or are you still looking for it? And if you have found it, what do you think, how, how do you think you found it? I think balance is something that we'll never reach as humans. It's not, you, you can't find a stable state of equilibrium in your life. And I think that's what gives humans our purpose to constantly strive towards balance, but never quite reaching it. Right. And I think within that you can find a balance of striving for 
for balance. You can find a way to steadily work towards that balance without burning yourself out. Like there's different ways to do that, right? Like you have to, like if you're too ambitious, like you're gonna burn yourself out. And if you take it too slowly, you're not gonna progress. So in that way, there is balance, but at the same time, all the outside forces that are working in your life will constantly throw you off. You can't, that's why you have to stay on your toes. And that's why I think we have purpose. Yeah. And that's a good point. And, you know, going to purpose, that's a whole different episode entirely. But um, Jay, so when you say that, like, you know, have, so when Zane makes you laugh uh, and that's infinitely times better than getting a hundred on a chem test, um, you know, obviously we're lucky to have such a close friend group, but you know, there are other kids out there who just don't have that. They don't, they either don't have that close a friend group or they don't have friends in general. And so what, what would you tell that person when, when they, their whole identity relies on they're them getting hundreds on everything right for example what would you tell that person when they take an l on something yeah i'm yeah that's that's a great question um and especially you know our generation is you know one of the loneliest technically so i think it's definitely a relevant question too but um yeah i mean and i'm not gonna act like that scenario is completely alien to me you know there was a time where you know my life was only like school. I didn't really have any friends, you know, in the beginning of high school. But, um, you know, to that person, I, I would just say, um, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's, it's not sustainable, you know? It's just, you know, test grades and, and basing everything on test grades. It's, you can't, you know, you won't always get the outcome you favor. You won't always get a, you know, you we don't always like get a hundred or like get a dub, but and and the thing is when you don't when you do, when that doesn't happen it can just be utterly shattering to you as a person and as an individual, and so I would say to that person and you know this kind of ties in with you know what you said about finding meaning in your life, is that, um, you know when you look around you. And, and everything around you is just metrics and numbers. It makes for a very one-dimensional view of things. And I would say, try to see beyond that. You know, like if it, you can you can look at people and look at things and, and you can see like a GPA or you can see like, you know, we're, going, we're applying to college right now. So you can see like extracurriculars, blah, 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 all that. But I think looking deeper than that and peeling back the layers, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to really love about humanity and people. Um, and so if, if somebody, if somebody thinks that they're alone, if somebody thinks that they're struggling and that grades are the only thing they have, I'm going to say to you, and I'm not like a psychologist or I don't have all the answers to everything, but I'm going to say to you, um, try to find, try to look around you and try to find, you know, those things that are so great about humanity, empathy, humor, love, all of that. Because at the end of the day, I believe that it is there. You know, it, I think that if, if somebody is alone and somebody is really, you know, 
struggling and, and just thinks they're utterly and completely by themselves. Um, I think the, the one way to kind of get out of that loop is to kind of for, force yourself to, to view people and to view everything around you, you know, like, like you're, I don't know how I want to say this, but try to find, you know, that love, try to find that empathy, try to find all of that. If, if you close yourself off from that and just view everything in terms of grades, you're missing out on a whole new, you know, a whole other aspect of life. And, you know, a lot of people might think that, you know, you know, if you, if you're just focused on metrics and stuff, at that point, are you even, you know, necessarily experiencing life to its fullest? Or are you just existing? You know, I think is life really meaningful or is life anything without, you know, love, without empathy? And I don't know how to answer that, but that's a question that I'm pretty scared of. And so I choose to put my faith in, in, in believing in other people and believing in the human qualities that we all cherish, you know? So. Yeah. And so that kind of well that sort of ties into our next um sort of point here and that's you know some people who are alone you know i'm pretty sure no one ever really wants to be alone uh, they don't go out and wake up one day and like hey man i just don't want to have friends today like i hate people um but i think uh you know being alone it definitely has something to do with they might have social anxiety and i mean I, for one, I know I do, uh, which is interesting seeing as I decide to make a podcast. But, um, you know, sometimes it's just hard to talk to people. Um, I'm sure whether it's for a job interview or just, um, you know, just talking to a new kid. Maybe it's a girl that you like or something. Um, you know, we all get those butterflies in our stomach. And that's just kind of something it's something that I've never really been able to, to get over. Um, and I would, you know, I'm not sure if you guys have anything to say on that, but I just wanted to say like, you know, it's tough. Um, it's not easy. I don't know if it's ever going to get easier, but 9.9 times out of 10, whatever that interaction will be, however it goes, the outcome will be worth it. So, you know, you can't live life that passively, you know, you just, sometimes you just gotta, you just gotta do it. Um, so I, yeah, if you guys have any, anything to say about social anxiety or something like that. Uh... Well, for, for me, like a certain personal philosophy that I have just in general for like going through all realms of hardships and adversary adversary yeah um adversity adversity i got you homie adversity Adversity. yeah yeah there you go (laughs) i got you i got you don't worry about it appreciate it all right yeah so one personal philosophy that i have is uh well i i think everybody believes this to a certain degree and um like putting yourself in uncomfortable positions and doing things that are difficult for you will make you grow no matter what. And that obviously includes like the hardships of social anxiety that in order for you to overcome that, you have to put, put yourself in those situations. And I think it's all a matter of 
you having the willpower to do that and the willpower to get out of your comfort zone. And I think if you do that, that you'll find that it's easier to talk to people. It's easier to, uh, it's easier to be more comfortable in these social situations if you just put yourself in those situations in the first place. And I think, I personally think that that's the only way to grow. And that, and I think that that idea can, um, it permeates through all, um, through all realms of your life, through all aspects of your life. Like even like physically, I mean, if you want to get stronger, you have to go through the pain in order to get stronger. If you want to get smarter, you have to put in the time you have to, it's like, like when coal is under pressure, it turns into diamond, you know, like, bro, you gotta, that's how things work. And it's all just a matter of willpower, in my opinion. Uh, willpower, yeah. willpower, oh my gosh, will. Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. If I could actually jump in, though, like, like, um, and maybe I'm, maybe I think, I think with social anxiety, I think it, it really ties very much into how you view yourself and loving yourself. And I know, Will, we were talking about this a few weeks ago, and I might just leave the, the podcast format a little bit right now. But if I could just ask you two, I know I'm taking your spot, Will, but if I could ask you two, do you guys think individually that you love yourselves? Yeah. I would say at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, I'm, the reason why I ask is, you know, when it comes to like anxiety with like social interactions, I think one of the things I struggle with a lot and still struggle with and why I think a lot of people struggle with is realizing that what you have, like people want to hear what you have to say and people care about your opinion and your thoughts. And, you know, I think that's a, that's a fear that is holding a lot of us back from doing a lot of things. And one of them is talking to new people. You know, it's like if you see a new person or you see a girl you really like, one of the things that's probably hardest about talking to them, you know, rejection is one of them for sure. And we're talking, I know we're going to talk about that in a bit, but also that, you know, this person would even like waste their time talking to you. You know, that's a thought that goes through your head. And you know, you would think, why would this person ever want to talk to me or, you know, whatever, I'm not good enough to talk to them. And so I think when you, when you look at yourself and, and you, and you see yourself as someone who, um, whose opinions are valued and someone who, who thinks that other people care what they say. And I mean, to a lot of people, and that that's true. A lot of people do care about, you know, what you have to say as a person, you know, for any of us and for any of your listeners, I think that's an important thing to, to know. But um, yeah, it, it all comes down to, to trying to figure out and trying to realize that you're, you hold value, what you have to say holds value, and that your opinions hold value as a person, you know? And I think that's, that's probably one of the biggest fears when it comes to social anxiety. I hope that made sense, by the way. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, Thanks, I Nate. got that. And... <laughs> Well, I just wanted to bring up, you know, something that something that I've just thought about in regards to this is just like, um, you know, even when people even when your friends just like 
say like a, a joke about you or something like 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 they you know jokingly make fun of your like oh man geez you must be really smart to get that question wrong right or, or something like that um you know even even if it doesn't bother you in the moment um for me i found that you know because in the moment i'm just like haha yeah thanks man you're really funny for that one but but you know after that um when i'm just like when i'm really like deep in my feelings you know that's when those things come back and that's when i'm like you know maybe i shouldn't have said that in the first place maybe i should have just kept my mouth shut and so the next time i'm in that situation you know i think back to that time and i was like you know what i'm just going to i'm just going to stay quiet and that kind of just leads to more like you know it's it's kind of you know talking in a sense it's just kind of like practice you know it's like you can't go out and run a 400 off of nothing and the less you run the harder it is to run that 400 so in a sense like even those little little like thing even those little interactions with people that you view as go as a negative interaction they can still like really affect you in the long run even if it doesn't like feel like you you it affected you you know what i'm saying and so so i just wanted to throw out that point because that's just something you know personally i've been thinking a lot about yeah and i think i can i can kind of relate to that like that image of like like you do so you do something like maybe you, you do something like wrong or like silly or something like that yeah and i'm sorry um, i'm sorry there's just this <laughs> there's just this like vision playing in your head of people going like they're just like saying your name like oh zane oh man oh yeah come on dude like yeah i can kind of relate to that and then when it comes to that situation again you you like avoid that and you don't want to take that risk again because of that humiliation and i think that's a real challenge i think everybody might have had that experience at least once but for sure i think i think like we all we all try to act like, you know, little things don't affect us. We all like, you know, oh yeah, brush it off, whatever. You know, I don't know if, and you know, that's like, like, come on, like for each and every one of us, it, it's impossible to, to deny that, you know, what other people say affects you deeply, even if it might be a joke or whatever. And so, yeah, I think that's, that's something that is, you know, overlooked a lot. The idea that you know even like little things stick around with us and and make us change our behavior and not necessarily in a good way so yeah i definitely agree with that and you guys made some really great points yeah and oh, one more thing was like i feel like how hard those statements might hit you also depends on like what do you think of yourself and how much do you factor in other people's opinions right because i feel like if you're more self-confident if you if you're more yeah if you're more self-confident right and you make yourself mentally strong you can't there's a way to train yourself to stop those statements from having an impact on you but i mean they will always have an impact on you but there are i think there are ways to to mitigate that and try and and like that just ties into self-confidence and how you better your image of yourself, right? And I think the 
uh, ways you can do that are like really like there are really physical ways you can do that like I don't know like even like exercising has made me feel like a lot better about about myself and like having a routine and stuff like that and in the end I, I don't think it's all abstract stuff right I think there's very physical daily things that you can do to try to help that Zane, you're kind of spinning today, bro. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Fast. Ross. You too. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of, it that reminded me of like a quote, you know, about like all these people make like inspirational quotes and stuff. Um, it just reminded me of one of them that when like you guys are so worried about um, people's opinions that don't even matter or something like that. And, you know, in a sense that's not exactly true but in a sense it does it is and it it reminded me also of just like there's a whole thing for college like the prestige of the college that's completely just irrelevant at the end of the day like that's just a, that's just for opinions of people who don't really like their opinion to you shouldn't really matter because what odds are you won't even see them like ever again um and you know, I won't lie, like, that has been, like, even though it shouldn't be, it has been a consideration in my search process, just, like, you know, is this school, like, semi-prestigious? Prestigious? Yeah. Um, You got it, you got it. And, yeah, and even though, like, even though that really shouldn't be a factor, like, like, everything, I even know this, like, like, it's not like I don't know that, like, oh, prestige is everything. Like, I tell myself, like, don't look at, like, you should not be thinking about this. But I still do. Like, it's just kind of, it's just kind of there. And I don't, I don't really know if that's because of, like, all these, um, all these, like, minor negative things that have been said about, like, my intelligence or something like that. But, like, it, it's just really, no matter how, like, no matter how much you you train yourself or something like that, you're. I still like you're. It's. I wouldn't say impossible because I guess not. Few things are impossible. It's extremely hard not to be, not to fall victim to that. You know. I mean, dude, you're completely right. We're literally like the way you know our culture as I don't know. Well, though I think the way like the general culture is, like maybe. You know, definitely like where I'm from, like in this country, but um, it's we're we're kind of trained to just always compare ourselves to other people. You know, the way school is set up and and the way really everything is set up kind of forces you to do that. You're always trying to, you know, see if you fit in, and then you evaluate if other people fit in, and you know, it's like this whole cycle of of seeing if you're good enough and always trying to be good enough. And so, and, and, you know, that good enough standard is really arbitrary, but it's just something that we're kind of trained to do. We always want to, you know, fit the mold or, or, um, you know, be the ideal of what someone else is like someone else's ideal. And it's something that's really, once you're like, once you do it for so long, it, it, it's hard to break from that cycle, but, I'm not going to say it's impossible. Like you said, I don't, I don't think many things are impossible, but yeah. Yeah, I can definitely, 
relate to what Jay's saying, especially the environment that I grew up in. Like, I feel like prestige, going to like a prestigious school is something that's expected of me, right? And for me, that's kind of been a conflict on whether I should, like, I feel like from moment to moment, I'm like switching between two mindsets, like, oh man, I really, really want to get into this prestigious school. And then on the other side, like, I really want to go where I think I would fit in the best and I would love, I would like the best. And like, for me, um, prestige is kind of something that I, I, I sometimes seek to try to make up for other aspects of my, of my life that I feel like I'm lacking in. Right. But in the end, what we have to realize is that even if we get into that prestigious school, and even if we attend that prestigious school, chances are nothing much is going to change. And especially if you're from a competitive environment, you're going to be entering even a, in, into an even more competitive environment. And I, I completely agree with what Jay says that a lot of, of our environment is set up to pit, pit ourselves against each other. And I, I don't think it has to be that way. And I think that especially our friend group, I think that's a great example of that, that we can put aside all of that and we can try to, we can just be friends and we can encourage each other and do all these things and collaborate, right? Like this podcast right here, we're just a bunch of friends just talking and sending a message out, right? And I think that you get a greater, um, there's a greater gain in what, and doing what you're passionate about instead of doing what other people expect you to do. And I think that's something that if people came to accept that we would find ourselves much happier and we would find ourselves doing something that we love. And I think that's a really important aspect of life, doing things that you like to do. It doesn't have to be this way. You're right, Zane. Man, you're just dropping quotables today, bro. Dang. Oh, my gosh. What can I say, boss? That's what I do. <laughs> Can't yeah. lose. Can't lose. He really so he's just built different. So <laughs> Jay, Jay brought up the point of, you know, trying to be ideal for everyone. Um, and that kind of ties into our last point of these insecurities driven by perfectionism. Um, you know, trying to be that perfect self in all walks of life, a hundred percent of the time. And you know, we uh, we talk, discussed this in um, a mental health episode a few weeks ago uh, about the stove, the four burner uh, theory. So, and long story short, it basically says that's impossible. You can't really be perfect in every single walk of life this it's just impossible that is something i'm cool with saying that's impossible and you know personally i've never been a perfectionist in school school wise uh i've always known that like i'm gonna shoot for like an a and that's you know shooting for an a plus is unrealistic and so in that sense it's kind of helped me a lot just because when I don't hit that A standard, um, it's not as bad for me. But there are other things, um, like in my sport, I hold myself to a really high standard. Um, 
and I want to be a hundred percent perfect every single time I'm on the track. And obviously that's not possible, but it's still really, it really hurts, I guess, when, you know, I drop the baton or we have a faulty handoff or, you know, I, I just run poorly that day. Um, and that's, it, it definitely fuels me, I guess, um, in a sense, just because I'm like, man, I sucked last week. I got to pick it up this week. But also in a sense, it really, it makes me question like, you know, do I really deserve to be on this, uh, on the A-team relay? Do I really deserve to be on this team right now? Like, am I pulling my weight? And so that, in a sense, kind of, it definitely pushes me to go harder even when my body is telling me not to. Um, and that's definitely a, a serious um, side effect of being a perfectionist. Like you push yourself harder than your body is telling you to. And you your body is the ultimate key to life. You know, you can't live without it. So, um, yeah. So I guess what I'm trying to ask you is, you know, what do you guys have to say about perfectionism? Yeah, I mean... I'm going to take it back to um to Zane's point about balance. You know, I do think, you know, balance is, is something that that is very hard to perfectly achieve. But when you talk about like the the four burner theory, you know, I did wa- I did listen to that episode. I'm an avid listener of 5am voice just so everybody knows. It's a great show you guys should check it out. But um uh yeah, so if I if I'm remembering right, it was like there are like certain areas of your life like four and you have a certain amount of energy and you can put it into each one. And so you guys said that it wasn't really, I, I, did you guys say it was like a, it was, it was a good analogy or, or it wasn't? Uh, I think we decided that it was a pretty good analogy um, in the context that we were using it for. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, just based on, on that description, I'm, I think I'd push back on that a little bit because um, I think that everything is connected all areas of your life are connected so when you put all your energy and trying to become perfect in one um you know it well i shouldn't say like that but like if you um it's not really possible to do that to like delegate your energy just like like that you know because if you don't get enough sleep your grades are gonna i mean your athletics are are, might just if you you can't if you put all your energy in like in like sports but you don't get any sleep that doesn't make any sense you need sleep for sports so like it's not that technical you know you need everything like naturally your body you know is driven toward balance homeostasis you know and so being a perfectionist i guess it it really doesn't make sense to me because if you want to have you know perfect grades and and perfect family and and perfect social skills and and everything you know first of all who decides what perfect is that's like a whole nother thing perfect what does that mean come on but um i mean there's different definitions of that that's that's the first thing but like um just trying to to um you know for example be like the best runner possible and like just trying to be perfect at that it takes you, um, it take it takes, you know, it takes sacrifice in other areas of your life that'll eventually lead you to not be as good of a runner, <laughs> you know, like, 
it, so you will never be able to achieve perfect. You know, if you put all your energy in running, you're not going to socialize with anyone. You're going to be super stressed and then you won't be a good runner, even though you put all your energy into it. You know, it just be like a constant cycle. So um, there really is no such thing as achieving perfect. You just can't do it. It's, it's something that is just, it's, you have to draw from somewhere, you have to take from somewhere and that'll eventually lead to whatever you want, you know, being further unattainable. And so perfect is just an ever moving goal line. It's just something that you can never achieve and because, and you can never achieve it because it doesn't really exist, you know? So yeah, that, that's what I think. Sisyphus type B. Yo, is that oh, with the, oh, okay. is that ancient Greek? What is oh, that? yeah, I think it's something like that, man. No, dude, you're, you're real intellectual, bro. Dang. With those Come facts. On. Come on now. Um, so, yeah, Jay. So, on that point, I, you know, personally, I know that perfect perfectionism, being perfect is not obtainable, right? Um, and I think even people with insecurities that are um, driven by perfectionism, I think in the back of their mind, they might know it's not possible to be perfect, but at the same time, they're so locked into the, like, but I still gotta, I still gotta try to be perfect. You know, that it, you know, it doesn't really change the fact that they know that, oh yeah, I don't think I can ever reach this point, but I get, I always got to try. I always got to give it my hundred thousand percent to possibly maybe get close to that standard you know mm -hmm. and so yeah there's there's nothing after that <laughs> i know i mean yeah. yo like i'm gonna say i know you want to say something real quick but like a quick disclaimer you know all the things we talked about you know during this podcast um like we all like we all i'm willing to bet that all three of us are aware of them but and but we still like do them you know that's the thing it's just a lot of these things are just really, really difficult things to completely remove from yourself or completely, you know, just stop practicing. And so, first of all, I think that's really important. And I think it's important for everyone to realize that a lot of people go through these things and that you aren't alone in, a, in, in these struggles. I'm not saying you're not special or anything, you know, we're all unique, but a lot of the times, you know, everyone around us and the people around us are going through similar things. And so you're not alone in trying to deal with insecurities especially and so you know like i go through i i know personally for me um you know all the things we talked about in this meeting i definitely go through 100 percent, and i still struggle with them but i do think it's important to be aware of them because if we do ever hope to to work on them and to begin to to begin to you know kind of separate ourselves from them you first have to be aware of it you have to realize mm -hmm. it's there and you know, it's not, it might not, it's not possible, it might not be possible to just completely remove, you know, those kind of thoughts from your head, but it's important to know where they come from. It's important to know where they come from. It's important to know what they are. And hopefully that makes things a little less, you know, scary because we are scared of what we don't know. We are scared of what we aren't aware of, you know, it's mm -hmm. fear of the unknown. And so I think it, it's just helpful and it's just calming and comforting to, to be aware of a lot of these things, even if we can't necessarily change them right off the bat. So, yeah. Zane, shoot, homie. Well, for me, 
for the longest time, like, I felt like I was a perfectionist, but I would just never follow through on anything. <laughs> and that was just kind of, that was just a really bad experience because then I'd, I'd have low self-confidence. I, I'd feel like I wasn't, I, I'd never feel like I was good enough. But then there came a point in my life that I realized that the key to, in my opinion, the key to living like a good life is is chasing perfection right chasing perfection but but accepting in an odd way accepting that you'll never reach it right because the truth is is that you'll never reach it right but by continuing to chase it you'll always you'll always be close to it, I feel like, you know? Like, and I, going back to what I said, like, I feel like the purpose of life is ch is chasing that that perfection. And I think that's where people find fulfillment, is just constantly trying to be better. And it, eventually, that's that's what it is. And on one hand, it's chasing perfection. It's chasing a line that's that you'll never reach. But looking at it from a different perspective, it's... It's also just continuous growth. And I think that's something I realized, and I think that's something I've been putting to practice more recently. Um, yeah, and going back to what Jay said, like that line that you'll never reach, and that I feel like that kind of links to that. Um, I think it is important, though, Zane. Like, it depends, you know, what you view as perfection. It's different to all of us, you know? and And we might you know, we, we talked about earlier about trying to fit in and, and trying to fit the mold. And so if our view of perfection is something that comes from, you know, peer pressure or, um, or, you know, wanting to, to fit in or wanting to be the same as other people, you know, their view of perfection might not be right for you. It might not be the same as your view. You know, you might not even want to necessarily like deep down want to be what they are, but somehow you feel driven to it out of peer pressure and so um yeah i think that like another disclaimer it's just that perfection is a very subjective term and chasing perfection you know whatever that is for you i'm not sure I, i'm not i like i'm this is not me zane i'm not like pushing back i just don't i don't know the answer to to that but yeah i think i think you definitely you're definitely making a lot of sense for sure. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, but for me, when I say perfection, like that's kind of a term that is really fluid for me. I don't really mm -hmm. yeah. know what I mean by that necessarily myself, but like for me, perfection is just like the best version of myself. And I think like that in itself isn't, it's different for everybody. Right. So the best version of myself is for me is what I personally want myself to be. On the other hand, like there could be a separate vision of yourself, which is what other people want you to be. But like, I think it's more important to see perfection as what you want yourself to be. Right. Like I'm, I'm a religious person. So when I talk about perfection, like I talk about it in more in the context of, more of like a spiritual sense and like a moral sense maybe right and i think that even like your 
your spiritual self and your what and your moral condition are closely tied to other aspects of your life like that you have to keep balance like even like in dieting and stuff like that like i feel like that's tied to everything about like your psyche and everything i think that all of it is important you know i don't know that, that kind of went off topic no 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 it made sense yeah and so i guess we're running a little low on time now so I'll just end it with uh, one final question for you guys. Um, so let's say you were giving a presentation to the entire world, right? Everyone, everyone living. And you had, you could say one message, the entire world would hear it. What would that message be? Yo, Zane, you want to go first, man? You can take this. No, uh, let me think about it. <laughs> I might, I might need to sit on this one, dude. Bro, entire world? Like, come on. Entire world, entire world. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, I might... Uh, give me, like... Give me, like, 10 seconds, all right? And then I'll just spit it out. Or y'all can count down, if you want. Da, na, 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 na. You know, I think I, I'd keep it simple. I'd, I'd just say... You, you do you. You know? I think what other people... I feel like this message that I'm saying, I have a feeling it would have not much of an effect on people because I feel like everything that anybody needs to travel on the best trajectory for themselves is within them. And everybody has their own unique environment. I, I can't think of anything that... I can't think of any advice that I could say that could that could change that state, okay? Maybe there is some advice. I can't think of it right now, all right? But I think every, like I said earlier, everything I'm not made me everything I am, right? So, <laughs> like... That's a Kanye lyric, well, just so you know, man. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, everybody, everybody's going to be shaped by their experiences and their environment and that's going to make them who they are and i think that everything a person does to change their condition is also a result of their environment and there's little anybody else can do to interfere with that person's life that can really change that can really change that like that can really change that person's drive to become better i think it Like, I think everybody has their own path. And you just gotta... And look, it's, it's not... When I say path, I don't mean like... Like, people aren't aware of their path. It's like determinism, bro. Like, things are gonna happen to you. Good things are gonna happen to you. Bad things are gonna happen to you. And that's gonna shape you. But also, you can choose how you react to those things and yeah that's that bro all right well i'm gonna say something real quick because i know we're like running out of time but then i'm gonna say something like 
not related to the question after to your listeners specifically but i would say my piece of advice is something that i think i need to hear when i was younger but it's just that you know if i'm talking to the world i would say you can never let me down i think that a lot of times you know we always hold ourselves to standards and comparisons and you know i know we talked about this earlier but the one the one way to begin to you know kind of break free of that is to just believe in yourself and believe that you know i don't need to live to any standard i you know i don't have to i don't have to be constantly scared of letting someone down being not good enough and so if i were to you know talk to a younger me if i were to talk to the world i would say you know you can never let me down you as yourself as an individual are incredibly valued incredibly beautiful and unique in your own way and just be aware of that so yeah that's what i would say that's what i would say to the world and um to your listeners before you know before will cuts my mic out i just want to say thank you guys for spending the time with us today listening to zane and i ramble whatever um hey guys thanks i had a really good time actually and uh i hope you guys enjoy it too this has been jay and zane you know we'll be back you know dynamic deal just what we do but our host will Thank, thank you to our host, Will, for hosting this, yeah. this epic show, 5 a.m. voice. You know, yeah. Kick it back and put your headphones in. You know the vibes. Yeah, you know, you know. You know the vibes. And, yeah, guys, thank you so much for being on here. It was awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, boss. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.